podcast. Every man. Daryl oh, Campbell. Yes. We did Brother it. Brother Jay, we did it, man. We made it a whole year. One year, baby. One, One year. year. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have been listening since the first podcast, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you it's, very much. Uh, it's been a full 52 weeks. Um, while this is episode 53, we did have a couple weeks there where we... We, we snuck out more than one. Yeah, we did. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, this uh, you know, in a couple of days here, the 22nd, our official one year of the Everyman podcast. Mm-hmm. And I uh, couldn't be more excited. Dude, super stoked. Super to, stoked. To not only, you know, launch a new year with you, brother, but we've got some new art. As you oh, can dude. see when you downloaded this podcast, our new amazing um, art uh, provided by our, our good brother, Kevin. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a link to his Instagram um, in the show notes today, he's a very talented graphic designer, illustrator, um, all around every man, musician, mm-hmm. uh, just total king of his domain. And he, uh, he nailed it with this art. Yes, he did. Those, those are real life photos of our forearms jacked up. I mean, we do have pretty, pretty much jacked up forearms. And I'd say there's like maybe a, a five percent increase on my actual forearms. Yeah, a little, I'd say a little. He was a little generous. Yeah, just a little bit, just but a little bit, barely, barely. It's, but like, I it's mean, almost one to one. I mean, seriously, I'm, I know for a fact. I'm looking at your forearm You're right now, and I'm right saying now. I'm pumping them. Probably could have a little more hair on the actual caricature of you, but for the most part, there's some striations in there that makes me think that you might be doing a little bit of. A little, little steroid action there, but um, <laughs> I might, you know, it's funny I'm you say that. Gonna, I might be. I'm not going to be the one can, to. I don't know if you can hear this, everyone. Let me, let me see if we can hear that? this. I'm what is gonna, that? Is that? Oh, dude, that's that's, that's neat, a that flex. Was, so that you that's can, a pinky flex. As by you the way. can hear, the forearm flex is accurate to the to the oh, drawing yeah. there. So shout out to to uh, to our boy Kevin and uh, definitely check out his Instagram if you're if you're looking for any you know graphic design or illustration work. Mm-hmm. And you know before we get into our guest this week, which is the powerful uh, Cheney Crab vocalist, oh, yeah. front woman extraordinaire from Empty oh, yeah. co-host of the Copper Crab Podcast. Uh, she is the runs the merch. She she runs the art. She runs the websites, the yeah. social media, the whole bit. You name it, dude. She does it. She does it. There's no uh, better example of an every woman than Cheney Crab. And nope. what a better way to start out, uh, you know, year two, season two, Every Man 2020, yeah. than with that uh, kind of interview. But before we get there, we just wanted to kind of a few shout outs. Just a few. Just to kind of, you know, and, and then I'm going to ask you a question, Daryl, uh, yeah. you know, to reflect on our one year. So yeah. uh, one of the most amazing things for me has been connecting with with our listeners, with you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether it's over Facebook, that tends to be the, the spot. So, you know, you can find me on Facebook, shoot me messages that way, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, wherever. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, Zach uh, Glasca, um down in, in Virginia uh, hit us up on on Instagram, and uh, he's he's a new new in the canoe with us. So I want to shout him out, and thanks for listening to us. Yeah, brother. Zach. Um, you know, but looking here at, at these at these this map here, I'm just gonna rattle off some of the places that the Everyman uh, podcast has touched in our, our first year of action. So, you know, Italy, Indonesia, France, yeah. Mexico, Australia, mm-hmm. Japan, Poland, Argentina, Hungary, Greece, Slovakia, yeah. Denmark. Czech Republic, Chile, Portugal, India, New Zealand, the Philippines, Thailand, Slovenia, Romania, Bulgaria, Azerbaijan. 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 What? I mean, come on. Croatia, Algeria, Iceland, the UAE, Vietnam, Singapore, Pakistan. The list goes on. It's it's truly incredible. Dude, I mean, these are this 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 is fact, man. These these are what we're seeing. These numbers Shout outs to all you guys, man. Akron, Ohio. Akron, Ohio, you know, in the top five. You know, Ashburn, Virginia, Mountain View, California. We got, you know, Chicago, Illinois, Chichi. Bro, Chi Town. Hometown. We got we're it's it's amazing to see um you know the everyman It's exciting, man. The everyman idea is spread. And uh you know, you know, as you guys heard last week, you know, we're 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 doing the XFL now. Clipping and dripping. Clipping and dripping. So, you know, <laughs> strap in. Uh, you know, we're going to be doing more podcasts this year. It's going to be, you know, sometimes it's going to be a couple a week. Sometimes it's going to be just football and, you know, some everyman talk. 
um, we're going to be all over. And uh, we hope you guys, you know, continue to uh, learn with us and grow with us. And Daryl, before we kick it to our interview, I want to ask you something, man. What is the number one takeaway for you from all of our conversations, from any of our guests, just kind of our, our talks? What would you say is, is the everyman year in review, if you had to put it into... <laughs> One little I, th- nugget. I, th- I think we talked about it with, you know, our supremely awesome guest, Cheney. I think we talked about it just a little bit with her. And that's the opportunity to take this message of the everyman, people grinding, people being positive. And from Azerbaijan to Korea, all you guys are in that cosmic canoe with us. We talk about that often. But all of you guys have an opportunity, just like we've been alluding to on this podcast, to be that light that somebody can see that's in the world, man. Everybody's in here with us. If I were to wrap it all up in just one thing, it's just being light. Right right now, we're just being that light. We're shedding with people. People are resonating with that, and they're in the cosmic canoe with us. That's it. That's yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, I think I think you nailed it. I mean, on top of the 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 real i mean it's a gift to be able to connect with people and and share a part of their their Absolutely. daily life whether it's their their drive into work or you know they're they're on the treadmill after work do it getting their exercise and whatever part of the day that you share with us here on the everyman podcast we are truly truly thankful for that oh yeah and uh you know we we can't wait to keep it going and uh bring you some you know even more exciting and positive uh, ideas and, and, and stuff to look forward to. So with that being said, I think we should kick it to our interview here with Miss Cheney Crab. And again, um, we hope you enjoy the art and uh, enjoy it. Let's go. Joining us today on the Everyman Podcast is the vocalist of one of my favorite bands. She's also the co-host of the Copper Crab Podcast, Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to introduce Miss Cheney Crab. Yo, what's up? Happy to be here. Thank hey. you for having me. Well, we're so- we're we're stoked to have you. This is uh, it's our one year uh, every man the anniversary this week. So, what better way oh, to kick fuck. it off? Yeah, yeah. Dude. that's awesome. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. Admit. A year in, a year in. So, like I said, uh, you know, you're you're the the lead vocalist of one of my favorite adult contemporary. I decided I'm going to start referring to metal bands that i like as i'm an adult i think as adult contemporary because it is con- it's contemporary for me you know what i mean i think i'm gonna start doing that too now that you say that it, uh, it's contemporary for me too and so, everyone you know, i know like, so yeah. what's the difference yeah we're getting there right right that, we're normal nice. yeah it's main it's gone mainstream so um you know we, we we had travis on the show a few weeks ago obviously uh that, that was an awesome conversation and we've had naveen on and it's great to have you on to talk about kind of your perspective on not only um you know creatively with what you're doing in entheos but really interested in what you guys have started with the copper crab podcast and kind of what made you want to get into that world so you know you've it's kind of been out there a lot but tell us briefly tell our audience like how did you find your way into entheos so how, how did that all come to be um, well, so I've been a vocalist for like 20 years. I've, I grew up playing in the scene in Iowa and all of that stuff. And that's how I met my fiance, Naveen, who is the drummer of my band, um, who you, you've had on the podcast before. So, you know, Naveen and I met, Naveen was in Animals and Le- as Leaders when I met. So we were like met through the music musician thing. And, um, Throughout the years of our relationship, like he had a solo project. I was playing in metal bands. And at a certain point, we just decided, he decided to start the band. So it was Naveen's idea because um, our old guitar player, Frank Costa, who is in animosity with Naveen, hit Naveen up to, to track one of his new projects. It's called Realms of Vision. And Naveen was like, kind of like, fuck realms of vision man let's start a band so that's that's what it stemmed from it was just like we were just trying to have fun and make a quick ep and it kind of became this bigger thing that we never really expected at all but yeah so that's what i've been doing for the past five years well it's been really cool that's how it came to be it's been cool to see you kind of like you said like kind of come out from that ep to you know now you're a full 
you know, full-fledged small business, you know, DIY business and, and, and you're, you're, you're shipping, you're printing, yeah. you're, nice. you're buying, you're selling. I mean, the whole thing, it's really, it's really impressive. Uh, and uh, from, you know, from a standpoint of, you know, somebody doing, you know, we're in the same kind of game. It's, it's, uh, it's inspiring to see you guys kind of do it yourselves. Um, and uh, the Copper Crab podcast. So a couple months ago, um, I don't even know how we got on the subject. I think I was texting Naveen about sneakers or something. And then next thing I know, we're we're on the phone for like forty five minutes, and we're just like we're talking about podcasts. And he's kind of, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, it's like when he sets his mind to doing uh, a certain thing, it just I could hear it reminded me of like it was like I was talking to myself kind of because I was like he was saying like oh well how do you, what do you do with this and then what do you do with that and then next thing I know I turn around and there's like you guys have a full fledged multi camera you know <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, hour long you know podcast with the art and I, I mean it's it's awesome to see it grow and you know I travel a lot and I've uh, been you know I listen to you guys all the time and so what was kind of um you know what's going on there with, with the Copper Crab podcast and what's that experience been like for you to kind of like you know shift out of focusing just on music and then just putting yourself out there uh, it's been an amazing experience, first and foremost, but basically I've been super into listening to podcasts forever and specifically funny podcasts. I listen to a ton of comedians like Theo Vaughn in your mom's house. And oh, I love Theo. <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking love Theo Vaughn. He's, he's hilarious. And um, that type of stuff inspired me. I wanted to start a podcast, so it went between... Naveen wanted to start his own podcast at one point. I wanted to start my own podcast at one point. And eventually, honestly, after listening to Your Mom's House, which is Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky, they're a married couple and they have the most hilarious podcast ever. And um, after listening to that, I was like, wow, this is a really cool dynamic that they have. They're like a husband and wife. They're doing the same thing. They're both comedians and they just have fun and talk to each other about shit and it's cool. And they have their friends on the podcast and it inspired me. And I was like, we have to start a podcast. So I, I was kind of the idea guy behind the whole thing, but I really needed Naveen to commit to it in order to, to do it because I knew that it would, I know how funny Naveen is. Like <laughs> we've been together for 10 years. I, I know his personality and I know that it would, I knew that people would like really enjoy that part of him that you don't get to really know about unless you talk to him at a show because he's a drummer. He never talks. But um, so it took me a long time to talk him into it, probably six months or so, because beyond him being so funny, he's also a tech guy yeah. like the, the the reason that the podcast is filmed um, and sounds so good and has the jingle that it has is all because of Naveen. So once we we really were like into the fucking idea after about six months of trying to get him to do this with me, we just went for it. And, uh, you know, since then we've been it's been foot on the gas with the podcast. And it's it's cool. I'm sure you guys can relate to this because it's something that you have to do every week. It's something that you like, whether you want to or not, you you get in there and you do it because you know that you, you've you made this commitment to yourself and now to other people about yep. just getting it out there. And it's been really cool to see uh, how that works, because it. As you know, in the like music world, we're we're writing music and we're putting out like a song or an album or whatever every couple of years. So it's not you don't get to experience what it's like to like constantly produce and put shit out there. Yeah. Especially especially not like your thoughts to the T. So it's been a really cool, really different experience. It's cool being able to kind of explain where you're coming from artistically and on a personal level. And it's been cool to, to connect with people over that. It's been um, really surprising, honestly. But in that whole world, it's like, you know, now we're about to start touring. This is the first time that we've been on tour since having the podcast. And I think once we're on tour doing it, we're going to be able to get a shitload of cool guests and mm -hmm. it's just going to be a different, a different thing as well. So I'm excited to start uh doing that yeah it's, it's yeah the you know when we started this um you know the goal was like all right let's you know an hour of uh, original content every week for for a year let's see how it goes and 
you know, you set a goal like that. And, and like you're saying with music, you know, you, you write and you practice and you tweak and you listen to your sets on Dropbox for six months and you tweak, you tweak, you tweak, you hate it, you know, like, and then, and then you put this thing out and you live with it for two years and, or, or however long. And then with this, like, it's interesting that it's, you could have the best podcast in the world or the worst podcast in the world, but after a week it's over. And there's something, That's... there's something really like refreshing for a musician, <laughs> like, because we're like, we get so fixated on these things where like, I go back to demos I did in high school and I'm like, well, God damn it. If I had just, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I'm like, that's such a good point. I haven't even thought about it that way. It's like, yeah, we're, we go and like overly critique everything we've ever done on an artistic level. But with this shit, you just have to let it go. Cause it's out there in the world. There's nothing you can do. You've said it and it's on to the next thing after, yeah, after a week, you're totally right about that. That's it's, it's helped me keep other, other pieces of like creative you know, into, into context of like the bigger, the bigger picture, because, you know, um, it's, it's about that consistency, but at the same time, it's like, we're, we're, we're trying to, we're telling a bigger, longer story than just this one, you know, thing here or there. I think, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. And, uh, you know, you guys get into a lot of stuff that's very relatable to a lot of, you know, I think when, when Naveen was on there, you guys were maybe your first or second episode in. Um, but it's been cool to see you guys talk about, you know, your relationship to, you know, you were at a Jocko. Uh, yeah. How was that? How was Jocko? I love, I love Jocko. Oh, dude. It was, it was as inspiring as you'd assume that it would be. He's amazing. I mean, just his whole presence is, uh, I don't know. It's very commanding. It's very powerful and it's kind of uh, intimidating. It was cool. It was very quiet. Do you know Jocko Willink? No. So he, Jocko Willink's a Navy SEAL and turned kind of, uh, corporate, I don't want to say motivational speaker, but he's kind of like a team building uh, guy. And he, yeah, he's written, exactly. he's written a bunch of books like extreme leadership. Um, and he's like, we're into the, a lot of the same stuff. Like it's like the Joe Rogan tree of, uh, you know, like, like yeah, <laughs> it's totally. like, you know, it's like it all come, you know, the Joe, the, you know, the Theo Vons and the, the, but so Jocko kind of got really big being on Joe Rogan's podcast and gotcha. he's just a super, uh, badass dude and uh you know I'll, I'll listen to his his podcast sometimes on the road and i'm ready to like i'm, I'm like crying and then ready to fight and you know like it's like a <laughs> it's a, a wide yeah. rate was that what what his show was like was were you like crying and then it was and then pumped the up team. yeah yeah dude it was it was that exactly and uh he just put out a new book called leadership and something or other it's it's his second book with the same guy who he wrote the old Leif, yeah that book with and uh so the whole everything he was talking about was from the book. So it was kind of that word for word in real life. So as you can imagine, it was like, yeah, it was all all over the emotional board. And he just talked about death and losing people and moving on. And I don't know, in my eyes, that guy's just the ultimate badass because I truly believe in stepping back from situations and taking control of your life and like getting into that mindset. Uh, so so everything he has to say, I just relate to exactly like it's exactly what I want to hear. He caters to that for me. And uh, he's a fucking badass. And if there's anyone out there who hasn't heard Jocko, Daryl, you got to go. Oh, check yeah, out. I got I got to yeah, check him out. Yeah, check him I got to check him out. now. It's, it's awesome. And, and, you know, it's funny you say about that relatability, like the one thing that podcast has really opened up to me and not only us doing this together, but, you know, once I started uh, to really get to know Daryl and then some of his NFL guys. Uh, his friends that he that he hangs with is how similar the things that we go through in in chasing that music dream that the pro athletes do and then when you start listening to podcasts about these military guys it's like wow there's a lot of they're dealing with the same kind of politicking and you know ego stuff that that we're all dealing with and i think that's one of the, something like a tool that that people have now that that we haven't had before which is we can find you know, you might think like it's it's only happening to you, but like you can you can go find these stories now uh, of people from all walks of life that are that you can relate relate to in a different way. Yeah, it's amazing, and you know, people hate on the internet for its uh, culture of its hater culture and all of the negative things about it. But there's so many good things that have come about because of the internet. Like all of us are connected in this really cool way, and it is cool to 
while a lot of people might be sitting in their room and on their computer a lot, at least they're finding people to connect with because back in the day, yeah. people would be sitting in their fucking room and not uh, connecting with the outside world. So at least at least we have that. Um, <laughs> it's, super, it's super funny that like, well, not even funny, but um, I think you and Naveen in episode 17, like I listened to that podcast and then there was a section where you and Naveen were talking about how your personalities are. I think you you mentioned um, being more shy and kind of reserved and not really liking to talk too much. Um, And that kind of resonated with me because I'm listening to you perform and you belt out some brutal just lows and I'm just like, that is fucking amazing. You know what I mean? And then, then, but then when you were talking to Naveen about how like you use your voice as like, instrumentation is something that you talk through to kind of come out of that shyness coming out of that reserved section that you're normally used to. And then like, Uh I, I identified with it because when I was little, like I was shy, I was reserved. I was a short fat kid that could run really fast. And the only vehicle I had was football. So for Mm -hmm. me, I use football as that vehicle to become, I don't know, engaged into something and, come out of my shell and to, you know, kind of be my own little personal badass like you do through your, through your singing. And then like, Absolutely, I was like, man. you know what, dude, this is, this is so cool to hear because I know a lot of people that felt like me coming up and to hear you, you know, share that. It was just, I thought it was super awesome. And like, I was like, well, there's somebody I can identify with and we're going to be on a podcast <laughs> in like yeah, less than a day. Yeah. So hell I thought yeah. that was really I mean, cool. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm sure you can relate to this with football. It's like ever since I became a vocalist that I can hold that accountable for so, so much of me not being as much of a shy person as I used to be and being it, feeling comfortable putting my shit out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just, yeah, it's freeing, man. And that, that led me to be able to do the podcast because honestly, it's always been really scary to me. Like, doing interviews ever since I started the band. I've always been very anxious about the words that I said and if I said them the right way. And like, I would just overthink that shit and doing the podcast, especially as well as playing music has allowed me to just kind of, you know what? You're fine. You're like, you're cool. Like it's fine. The shit (laughs) you say is okay. Like just, and I can kind of roll with it a little more now. And it's, yeah. uh, Yeah. It it definitely, it teaches you how to it's like you know you're like you get confidence in what you're going to say because you do it so often you're used to putting yourself out there so you might not be as worried to you know um say something to a stranger out out in public like you know when I'm, I'm very very social as you know like we were all hanging out at nam and i'll talk to anybody i don't really care you know and mm-hmm. I, I just i have i've gotten to that point where you know it just doesn't doesn't make a difference and my fiance be like how do you how do you do that and i'm like well you know, in music, I've gotten so many, so many no's and so many just no responses that you get to a certain point where you're just like, ah, uh, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep going and then, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. And, um, totally. like, like you guys are saying here, whether it's football or, or music, uh, or some people podcasting or, or YouTubing, whatever they're doing, um, there's a lot of new outlets now for people to kind of break through those anxieties and, you know, all on our own. Totally. Totally. And that's been a huge ordeal for me, man. Like, uh, to, to go along with me feeling like I'm a shy person and the anxiety will, will like kill me even more than, uh, anything else. And it's like uh, throughout the years of just learning to talk to people more and, 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 doing that I've just felt that anxiety kind of shed away from me and it feels good and you're right now more than ever I'm I feel comfortable just in my own skin and talking to whoever and like forming friendships with people I think that for me like I moved to LA when I was 21 or 22 I'm from Des Moines Iowa 
I moved to LA to be with Naveen. And that's, it's a a huge difference in the type of person you're talking to in LA and the type of person you are in Des Moines. Like in Des Moines, I was in the music scene. I was well known and I had a shit ton of friends and I, and all of that. And then you move to LA and you're put into this place where you know, no one, no one gives a fuck about you unless they can kind of climb your coattails in LA. Mm -hmm. If you're out, out at a party talking to someone in LA, they're one of their first questions is what do you do? And if that's not intriguing enough for them, then you're not really cool. And me, I just moved out there to be with my boyfriend I didn't like have a a cool thing I was doing right then I was in between bands even though I was a vocalist and it's like I just felt really lost and like like I didn't know who I was so I had to completely like find myself for a second time in life almost when I came out here and um in the last like two or three years I finally feel like I'm like I'm fucking Chaney Crab, like, fuck yeah. everything else, it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> so it's, that stuff can change, those anxieties and everything can go away, and I think that's a cool feeling, to know both sides, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, and I think, I, I know what you're talking about with that kind of uh, weirdness out there, and it's always, I, I, it's like I, I, sw- I turn that switch on when I go out for Nam. And then uh, I notice, like, I notice, like, (laughs) I notice, like, the the first couple days after, I'm like, whoa, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I'm back in the the real world. I gotta, you know, I I can't sell myself to this lady at the checkout at, you know, at the shop, right? You know, (laughs) I just need to buy my groceries. I don't have to. (laughs) What are you selling, man? I'm trying to get a job. (laughs) (laughs) No shit. Uh, I, I came up with a funny name for NAM this year, or a funny acronym. It's Name Dropping and Marketing Myself. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> true. Go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Guilty. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's like, and you get caught up in it because, like, on one hand, you're, it's like you get, you're, you're connecting with everybody that you don't see often. You know, like, it's, yeah. it's cool for me. Like, you know, it's guys like you that are on the West Coast, you know. And then it's like, oh, wow. Tower Power and Kenny Loggins are playing. James Brown tunes and you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then you, you know, like the, it's easy to get, to get like, uh, caught up in the whirlwind of, of everything that is out there. And it just, it, oh, yeah. it takes you, oh, yeah. it takes you a couple of weeks. Like, see, I think it's different for you guys. Cause you're, you're out there and you're, you're really engrossed in it. You know, whereas for me that when I go out there for that, it's like total immersion. It's a, it's a little, yeah. it's a little bit of a shock, you know, that it's, uh, right. I can imagine. Yeah, it's a Nam is a strange thing. Um, especially if you're not used to seeing all of the like eighties hair metal people all the time. That can be a huge culture I shock. Love this. <laughs> I love that. I love that fucking convention and you're like, Oh my god, the eighties are still alive in yeah, LA, dude. dude. It's fucking crazy with their like They're wearing the always, same outfits they wore to the Motley Crue shows back in the eighties, you know. I know. I kinda crazy. I kinda respect it though, like they're still they're they're being they you know they settled into what they liked and they stuck with it for forty years and like they don't care like they Soldiers. don't you know like there is no one under the age of thirty who is doing that shit yeah it's, but, <laughs> it's just like you got to respect the commitment to like nope I'm I'm sticking with with the hairspray and the acid yeah. wash and. You know. It takes a long time to do that shit. If they're, I doubt they're doing it every morning. But like the amount of effort that you're going through, oh, that's... To put the studded belt. Well, on you know, I always. <laughs> it's funny you say that because, like, growing up in the metal scene, like I always thought that about like the super goth kids. Like you're on one hand, you're supposed to be like so anti step, but like I know it took you two and a half hours to get ready. Like with with all the yeah. all the accessories, you oh, know, yeah. and the, gotta get that eye yeah. black in there. You oh, gotta... like it's oh, yeah. you know, and <laughs> and like there was this guy I saw walking around, uh, you know, at Nam with a, with like a four foot mohawk, and I was just like, bro, how long did it take you to do that, dude? Like, you know, like <laughs> just be honest with me, like, know, how long did you have to like hang <laughs> right, down? Right, like, how did you do that? Right. Did you do it yourself? Do you have a mold? Do you have a Do you have a mold for that? Like, how do you do it? I just. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's stuff funny. like that. It's just, uh, you know, it's it's funny. People kind of, you know, every, everybody gets to be their their freak self. It's like going to Bonnaroo or something. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and then you see it's Jeff Garland going up the stairs. 
Oh, dude, I, I still talk about that like every every single day. And I found out. Well, so Naveen and I got to dap Jeff Garland on the on the way into Nam, and that was the day that the new season of Curb yeah. Your Enthusiasm premiered, and I'm, I had no idea. I'm such a huge Curb fan, and I'm so glad somebody else saw him because he. I heard somebody. There was a group of like girls dressed up as cheerleaders that were in front of us on the escalator. We were coming down, and then I heard somebody heckling them, and I look over, and it's and then it's he's coming up, and I'm coming down at the exact same time and I was like Jeff Garland and he goes good to see you and then that was it. like I had like a split second and I'm like what he just, said, he just said it, to like, it it took me a, you know like it, I was you know yeah now I'm so watching watching the season of curb I'm like oh yeah I saw you I still don't get what he was doing there I don't either you know there are some celebrities I mean we saw Sinbad but he was performing yeah, we know we why saw. Sinbad was there yeah <laughs> Sinbad was all up in fucking Nam this year, but some celebrities I think like to go and hang out. I've seen Hannibal Burris there like oh, really? two or three times. Yeah, he was there this year. That but, makes sense. You know, he's he's one of those people who he's like surrounded by a gang of people, so you don't you can't even get in to <laughs> hey, you know. Yeah, I saw I, I saw uh, Tony Royster Jr. who's like a huge he's. He was Jay-Z's drummer for a while. He toured with Beyonce. Okay. He was, like, famous when he was 10, and um, he's just become, like, a huge name. But he had, like, this insane, you know, 35-person posse oh, yeah. around. It's like... Gotta have the posse. Oh, yeah. Gotta I have bet. it. But, like, how crazy that is for a drummer to have a posse like that. You know, that's like... I know. It's like, well, I respect he's a fucking, shit. That guy's a big name, dude. Yeah. That's, that's big. He's big shit. We saw him play at the Tama, like, anniversary party a few years ago. Is that, that the him. one that Blake was at? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was at that John Blackwell. That was, uh, yeah. yeah, that was a cool one. So what, uh, I, I saw, I want to talk about, you know, we've been, we've been talking uh, about everything here, but I want to talk about Entheos and, um, you know, obviously you guys have some, some exciting news. You're, you're, you're kind of going all in on the DIY, you're, you're yes. self self-producing and, you know, I kind of alluded to it earlier at the, at the top of the show and, and, you know, part of the idea of the Everyman podcast uh, in this case, the every woman here yeah. is uh, it's people That's that right. it's, yeah. it's people that that take control of uh, you know what they're doing to go where they want to go. Um, and when I like I said, you know, when I had questions about like economically and, eff- and efficiently <laughs> shipping out T-shirts, I go to Cheney and she's like, "Oh no, you want to do this merch? You want to get these yeah. supply? You know, like you've got it all figured out." And you know, I see yeah. you guys are you're sending stuff out. So what? Um, what do you guys have going on? You know, what's what's kind of in the works? I know you got some tours coming up, some Canadian tech death, uh, and then a U.S. tour. So, so what's going on in the Entheos world right now? Uh, right now, we're doing something really cool uh, in celebration of our five-year anniversary of our EP, Primal, which is the first thing that we ever put out. So we're doing something really cool with that. Uh, we're writing new music. I'm pretty sure we're going to have a new song out before that tour i'm not trying to keep it a secret i want people to hear that fucking song that we've been working on nice so so yeah we're just working really hard on that stuff we're kind of moving into a new um god what do they call it a new uh fuck it's escaping me but it's the word for a new a new cycle as Uh. far as the band goes so one every time you release an album they call it a cycle the touring and the the thing that goes along with that so we're about to enter a new cycle and doing all of the the shit that comes along with that, basically, which is can be a whirlwind because you're getting together a ton of art. You're getting, you know, you're just putting the whole package together and kind of framing out what you want to do for the next two years of your life. So, wow. so that's what we're working on. We're doing it all independently, which means that we can kind of do whatever the fuck we want now, which is amazing. We've been on labels for the past, we, we signed to a label like three months after our band formed. So it's been a minute and I'm excited to see what we can do uh, now ourselves. So that's really exciting. And yeah, we're getting ready for two months of touring, which is right before my wedding. So I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm cramming all this shit in together and yeah, it's, Entheos is just always an exciting thing. And actually, Naveen is in the other room right now tracking guitar. So, you know, we're just, it's a constant thing and we're working hard on it as always. 
I figured he'd either be uh, recording or doing like chin ups or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we we went to the gym earlier today. On Sundays, it's like we go to the gym and get our food for the week, and you know, it's, so he's probably chilling in there right now. But. Doing some sort of manly manly <laughs> shit that he does. Manly shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I love I love him. Yeah, and I have sexed him. I know you do, obviously, but uh, yeah. you have to, right, at this point, right? But uh, I mean, just it's it's got to be so cool having. Uh, I was thinking, like, not only obviously you have this great relationship, but in in house, like, just from a musician's perspective, like right now in house, you've got a five tool all star player over there that can that can do anything, and he's like putting these videos out where he's syncing up his kick drum triggers with guitar chugs and writing his yeah, like that's crazy and that's like stuff that i've i've always thought about like oh man i wonder if it's possible like and then he finds a way to do it it's really uh it's really inspiring what's that like to to know that you've got i mean he and travis too i mean he's he's a monster player and such a cool dude uh, we had a great great conversation with him like how great is that to uh kind of have those resources to work with uh it's fantastic i mean with naveen it's like he you know, he plays guitar, he's insane at drums, he's this insane, like, technical dude, he's incredibly smart, and like what you said earlier, anything that Naveen puts his mind to, he's gonna make happen, and it's inspiring to be around that, like, point blank, he's a huge inspiration for me, and that's an awesome thing, I think, to, and a very important thing for me and a partner, is having someone who live, who's, like, there to lift you up all the time, and Everything that Naveen does, it's like uh, him and I together are the reason why Entheos exists in the way it does. And everything that that I can't do, Naveen can do. And the same goes vice versa. It's like he's got all these this awesome technical shit and he's the musical side he's got down and then the the singing or the vocals and the lyrics and the like marketing and art and all of that stuff I've got so I don't know he's my he's my perfect partner so it's just kind of crazy to explain you know what it's like to get to experience all this shit with your best friend and you know we just bounce off of each other all the time and I love it and Travis is amazing he's a fantastic guitar player and it's just I'm constantly inspired I like to keep people around me who inspire the fuck out of me uh so you know, that's what it's all about to me. I I want to like be in a position to succeed in this life and you're only as good as the worst person around you. So I like to keep those good ones around and uh, it's inspiring, man. It's just, I can attribute all kinds of great aspects of me to Naveen and to all of the people around me. And I'm very thankful for that. And it's, it's just cool to be a part of. Dope. That's awesome. Yeah. And the fact that you, you got such a good perspective, like, <laughs> that you're, you know, you're aware of how, how awesome it is. You know, some people get caught up in like, you know, I know sometimes it's like you just get used to a certain level of talent being able to, you know, be around you to work with or that are cool hangs yeah. or have that right vibe, you know, and then uh, things change. And so it's, it's really, it's a, I think it's, I think it's reflected in, in obviously your guys' uh, music that you put out, but also like the, the continued you know, upward trend of it, you know, where it's like, you know, maybe when it was first announced, people are like, oh, well, you know, not really. It's just his girlfriend or whatever. And then, and then, I mean, I mean, and I'm, I'm just being, you know, real, like that's kind of, that's kind of, you know, what was out there. And then now, and then now it's like that it's totally different. And, um, you know, uh, you know, my group extractus, we had a chance to play with you guys at the voltage lounge, I guess, maybe three years ago in, in the summer. I think that was the one with uh, Intronaut. And uh, just to see um, from that point, you know, you went and, went and played Mexico City and doing all these big band things. You know, it's been uh, it's been really cool. And you've carved out like your own, um, your own thing. And that's kind of similar with the podcast where you can kind of just plant your flag and then people will come to it. And if they yeah. if they like it, whereas you don't we don't have to mold our thing to fit some broad audience because we're just trying to cater to the people that are on the ride with us. And I think that's the thing that why these DIY musicians are all starting to figure out like, oh, this is a, just an extension of what I'm doing, you know, totally. with the band, totally. but, but in a different format. 
yeah, I hope that more people start to figure it out. And you know, it's like the comedy world, those people have figured oh, yeah. out what, what a podcast can help with. And it's like, if you are into a comedian, I can almost guarantee you that they have a podcast right now. And as for musicians, I think that it's it's a cool way to get your perspective out there, man. It's a cool way to let people know what you're about and uh, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to put out there. And there's got to be someone out there who relates to you, you know? There's, yeah. there's someone out there who relates to everyone. And it's like, I think podcasting, it, it has obviously blown up, like with the whole Joe Rogan thing and all of that shit. It's a, it's a big world now, but I think it's going to continue to attract a, a ton of people. I think more musicians are going to get on board with it and just, it's cool. It's the new frontier. Yeah. And who, who would have thought that like people like us can now we, we can communicate to, uh, you know, I was looking at our, you know, our kind of our one year in review and it's like, you know, Iran and Pakistan. And, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. You know, Tunisia, like just crazy places that you're like, how did how did this happen? How did it get there? You know, how did you end up? What are we saying that makes you keep listening? I'm just always amazed by it. And, and like you said, like the, the coolest thing has, you know, uh, you know, we were talking about doing this for a year now is is getting that f- direct feedback right away. Like you said, where yeah. it's like you would hear it through the through the grapevine later or you do the album but it's going to be three months before you have the first show or whatever you know now you get to you get to see what people think about what you're doing and have like a dialogue totally and also you know for i have a ton of friends who don't give a shit about metal and don't care about any of that (laughs) stuff and and my mom my mom and dad they support me to to the fucking end of the world but they don't care about metal really they care about they like classic rock and country and shit and for with podcasting it's like my mom and dad turn that shit on every wednesday and watch naveen and i for like two and a half hours just shoot the shit and they're really into it and it's something that that even more people can relate to because it's, you know, I'm not out there playing mainstream music that a ton of people can listen to and like really, uh, understand. So it's cool to be able to get like a whole new, uh, you know, fan base being the, yeah. the pretentious word that I could use for it. But it's it's cool to have something that my family can listen to and be into. Yeah, too. Like, and, you know. I feel the same way. Like you can create content that because my best friends that I grew up with, they don't give a shit about metal. But now I'm, we're talking yeah. about the XFL and the NFL. They're like, oh, man, you're creating content that we enjoy. It's like, yes, you're not just you're not just supporting it because you're my friend anymore. Now you're enjoying it. Like it's a whole different it's exactly. a whole different ball of wax. To, you don't even have to like talk them into getting off their asses and going oh, to yeah. a show no, no it's, it's like, like you could take you could listen to this while you take a dump i don't care man you know that's it, right. that's it. And it's funny you say that about your parents because you know my, my my parents the same way and uh, you know they listen every episode and sometimes my mom will be like she'll text me be like you know i had no idea you were that attached to the grinch or like what like she'll learn she, like they, <laughs> yeah. they learn like some new little thing about me and i never thought about that like yeah i'm kind of just <laughs> spouting out all this shit here you know every week and I know. uh I know. You know, I'm, I know. I'm really and, painting a picture well, for people totally for me it's like you know i smoke weed on my podcast and stuff my parents have always known i do that shit but my mom's just like you i have no idea how much you smoke weed (laughs) (laughs) you seem to be really knowledgeable on the subject (laughs) yeah so yeah i mean man i love it it's it's been a really great experience and having you know just people reach out to us and talk about i mean people will send the longest email about how much they relate to things you say that you just kind of say flippantly and you don't you don't realize that it's going to resonate with people and it's it's really cool to see that happen you know daryl kind of taught me this and then something you know uh and and when you guys come through philly daryl will will definitely be coming to the show to check you guys out oh yeah so so you'll see it in person but um you know he's just got this positive light that radiates out of him and he, he was explaining to me like he you know his goal is to is to share that with every interaction he has because you never know when that might be the only light that somebody's getting in their whole week or, or month or year Absolutely. or whatever that and is like so true and like since he said that to me like and you know i really try to do that you know when i meet new people or just you know the kid that works in the warehouse or whatever just like you you go that extra little mile and um, I think you're, what you're talking about there is like you, sometimes you say something and it resonates with somebody in a way that you couldn't even 
it, like it was like you said, you just it's a throwaway line for you, but for somebody else, it's like holy yeah. wow, it's like a light bulb, boom. You know what I mean? Absolutely, Explosion. absolutely. And you know, Daryl, that's cool that you say that. Like, I think about that shit all the time because I work with people who have disabilities, and like they're not living normal lives, and just seeing the shit that they go through puts me in that mindset a lot. Like, I just think about the things that other people are going through. I try to be empathetic, whether or not they're being nice to me. I try to just kind of, you know, be the nice person in situations and be kind no matter what I'm facing because you truly never know what another person is going through. Never know. Never. Never Never. know. that, That stuff is so important. Like, and I don't know if I told you this, Brother Jay, but like maybe like a week ago, like I was at the gym in the morning and there was a young lady who, I can't even say young lady. She might've been like, she might've been like in her like, early fifties maybe, but she just looked good. She's like, you know, she's really fit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, um, I had seen her every morning, like come in and she'd be doing her things. But this one particular day she came in and she stood in the same spot for like 45 minutes straight, just looking straight eyes, watery. And I was just like, something's going on over there, man. Hey. Something's just going on over there. And I've said my, you know, my highs and Hey, how are you? Like over, over those past few days, I'm like, what I would come in at 5am like I normally do. And this particular time I walked by her once and I looked and I said, maybe I shouldn't get in there. Then I walked by again and then her, her eyes were even more watery. And I was like, are you okay? You know, are you all right? And then she was just like, you know, my, my, um, my dad just passed and I don't really know, what to do right now. And I was just like, I don't know. I I know. I don't know you. I've seen you day in and day out, but can I give you a hug? And she just like, dude, it's five 30 in the morning. Just give me a hug and just start crying in my chest. Like, dude, like I just (laughs) held her for like five minutes. And then she was like, I needed that. You know, I I needed that. And like every, every day I go in from since then, it's week or so ago. It's like, Hey Chris, what's going on? What's going on, DC? High five, chest bump. Like it was. It, but the thing is, is like she told me after that, like you don't know how much I needed that because I don't get that when I go home. My husband is a truck driver; he's never home. I, I'm always taking care of my family members. My dad passed away. I've been handling everything. Like and like like you said, Chang, Like you don't know what people go through, and that one moment could just make the difference. It could just and make you, the difference. Yeah, it really could. And you, I'm sure that that changed that lady's life, that you did that for her. Because she could have gone home from that and just been completely fucking lonely and thought that no one cared about her. And we all know what kind of dark places that right. oh, man. do. When you, oh, yeah. So that's amazing, man. And that's, that's the type of person that I aspire to be, is to be there for people, whether or not they think they need it. I'm trying to be here for you because yeah. I don't know, man, it's, it, it, it can be a dark and lonely world out there. And human connection is such an important thing. We're only here for a small, a second of the universe. We're on this earth for a very short amount of time. There's no part of me that wants to be, um, a person who, who isn't there for other people yeah. and who isn't like, who, who isn't like being, doing something that people can look at and be like, wow, that's fucking cool. I want to do that. Or, you you know, it's just like, it's all about being the ray, being the ray of sunshine. Yeah. And then people follow that, man. It's and love, man. It's, Straight it's love. love. You need Straight that. Up. Need that. I love it. I love it. That's, I mean, that's what we're all about. And that's, that's. You guys got me all feeling stuff. It's great. It's great, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, as as we wind down here, um, you know, like I said, you guys are you you're getting on the road. What what? Uh, where can people see you soon? And uh, do you have any uh, you know idea on when when the rest of the dates are going to be announced for your spring and summer activities? Yeah, I think that most of the dates are getting announced this week. But basically, we're doing a three week tour of America hitting most of the A markets, which I'm talking like the Chicago's, the New York's, the San Francisco's. And then we're hitting a couple B markets, um, being the Memphis's of the world, the Des Moines of the world. And then we're going to do a three week tour of Canada, which we haven't extensively toured in Canada yet. And I'm so excited to do that because those motherfuckers love death metal. Yeah, they They fucking do. Montreal, baby, Quebec. Let's get it. Crip Topsy, they're they're Canadian, uh, right? 
Cryptopsy? Cryptopsy is Canadian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The legends. Yeah. That's uh, that's awesome. I'm I'm uh, definitely looking forward to to seeing you guys on the road. And um, if uh, obviously we've been talking about the Copper Crab podcast, where can everybody listen to that? Where can they get your music? Where's the best place to keep up with Entheos and all of the excitement that is uh, Cheney Crab? Uh, on Instagram, everyone can check out Copper Crab Podcast. It's K O P E R C R A B B Podcast. Um, that's where you can find the band Entheos Official. That's where you can find me. That's where you're going to get all your good information. Uh, the podcast YouTube is where I send people for the podcast. If you want to watch the video and have the full experience, go check it out on YouTube. If not, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere that podcasts are found, uh, Deezer, all that good shit. Um, Facebook is always good. Copper Crab Podcast, Entheos, Cheney Crab. Check us all out. I'm always posting screaming videos, so, you know. That's I do. I enjoy those. Sure. And, you know, I really like the ones that you were putting out with you and Naveen playing together. I think that's really awesome. I, I hope to see some more of those. I got a question. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, go I got one question. I, I got to do it. I feel like I got to do this for like the every women out there because somebody's going to somebody's going to ask us this. Yes. You handle marketing and merchandise and that the art. How do you manage that with also taking care of a wedding? Somebody, uh, somebody's gonna ask that question. Like, how do you do it? Yeah, Sam, Sam will want to know. Seriously, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just dedicate a lot of time every week to doing that stuff. I have a certain amount of time that I do merch and everything, and then I talk to artists constantly. And I'm doing shit for my wedding. I was putting together invites and everything earlier. It's like I just, I just stay on it all day long, along with working and. uh I don't have like a specific schedule and I'm a bad procrastinator. So it's like all of this, it's madness. My fucking, I'm just, it's complete madness the way that I deal with all this shit, but it gets done. It gets awesome. done. As long that's as you get sure. it done. That's, yeah. that's the every woman way right That's there. the key. That's the key. That's, madness that's guys. Right. Straight madness. Just get in there. Madness. A little bit of control. madness. A little bit of controlled madness. Well, yeah. Chaney, it's been an awesome uh, conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, like I said, we will catch you very soon. And uh, everybody, keep your keep your eyes on the Copper Crab Podcast. Big things coming. That's right. Thanks for having me, you guys. It's been a pleasure. Okay.